to on the show. As per usual, I have a very special episode that I cannot wait to share with you all today, an author interview. But not only that, this is part two of two of the interview series that I've done with author I.S. Bell. Part two is all about the baby love novellas, which fit into the universe of Zombabe and may have some familiar characters. Stay tuned, because this, again, was so much fun, and I really hope you enjoy. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back. But most importantly, welcome back to my very special author guest. Um, you are one in a very small number of repeat authors we've had on, on the shelf, so it's always quite uh, quite a delight when I can book some people for multiple episodes. Um Oh, yeah welcome back thank you it's good to be back um do I do my introduction now yeah or? Yeah, yeah awesome hi, hi everybody <laughs> thanks for coming back maybe you, you've listened to the last episode maybe not who knows um I'm I.S. Bell I write dark gay young adult books um with happy endings awesome all right so why don't you tell us a little bit about your novellas um how they kind of fit in with Zombabe and just kind of the basic uh, kind of plot synopsis for people that might not know anything about them. Oh, so with, so the last episode I was on here, uh, we talked about my debut book, Zombabe, which is a full length book, um, which is a, a gay horror young adult book. Um, Baby Love, the Baby Love series, of which there are two books out, they're both novellas. So the Baby Love series is a companion series to Zombabe, it's a um, spooky sapphic romance series. Um, so Baby Love is about a goth girl who gets dragged into a resurrection plot by a cheerleader that, that, a cheerleader that she hates, and they end up falling in love and experiencing horrors. Interesting. Then, thank you. And there are two books out at the moment. They're both novellas. And the last novella in the Baby Love series comes out in January 2024. Very exciting. Um, and... I don't know, very interesting. Lots of resurrections popping up all over the place in this universe. Um, All right. So, you know, obviously we already know what type of plate you are. We know some of the basics. So I have uh, one different icebreaker for this episode. Uh, If you had to spend a year in a fictional world, which would it be and why would you pick it? That's See, I feel like that. I feel like you learn a lot about people by asking that question because I feel like a lot of people like... Um, they have to choose between realistically me as yeah. a person, which would I, what would I enjoy, as opposed to what would make a good like narrative. Because like yeah. narratively, I don't want my life to be like, um, and because like if people say like, oh, I want to be in Game of Thrones. No, you don't. You Mm-mm. don't want to be in Game of Thrones. No, you do not. <laughs> die or you would get syphilis or you would like be killed in a war or killed by a dragon I don't know like logically if I would want to be in a tv show and my life would like you know adhere to those rules I would want to be in the tv show friends all your problems are like goofy and not very important and it's all solved by the end of the episode and most of your life revolves around hanging out I don't want to get killed by dragons I want to hang out and I want that to be the plot of my life I want to just hang out with my friends no, that's honestly, I don't know, that might be the best answer I've gotten to that question. Because um, a lot of people do bring up the point of like, there's ones I want to go to, but I would die instantly. Yes, you don't um, want to go to the adventuring, like the cool worlds of the books that you love. You don't, That would be 
like so stressful like it would be so stressful do you know how to fight no then why would you want to go there you'd have to fight all the time you'd just die Mm -hmm. and also like I don't know and also I feel like with um a show kind of like that you are still aware of um events to come and things like that like I feel like if you played your cards right you could I don't know you could succeed in this in the fictitious 90s you could kind of play your cards right um are you saying just... I could like I could like stop 9-11 in the friends world no 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 <laughs> that's not what I'm saying okay because no. also I don't know if 9-11 happened in the friends world they still show the twin towers in like, I know. 20, in like 2002 anyway I was I was talking more about like money like you know which companies are gonna do really well I don't remember I am you, I don't you know what company well I'm saying like what companies exist now well yeah but like I don't know how to invest stock like sure I could, okay well that's fair I could like I, I could like ask Chandler I guess of like hey man there's this thing called Apple and like um Google and like Microsoft that I want to invest in could you help me out um, yeah Okay. <laughs> this question got away from me. I'm sorry about anyway, that. Yeah, sorry. Um, okay. Hanging out, coffee shop, good vibes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, I like that. Um. All right. So this next question I asked you the last time, but we're more for our intensive purposes. We're kind of dealing with a different set of characters. Um. If you had to share a meal with one of your characters from the Baby Love series, who would you pick, and what type of meal would you share with them? Um. So I originally picked um probably Frankie just because she's not very fussy mm -hmm. um but also then I just got sidetracked by like okay what would we talk about because like I don't know I don't know if I'd have a huge amount to talk about with like a um you know an 18 year old from like rural Maine in 2003 like but then I'm like we could talk about I don't know gay movies and then oh my god she hasn't seen Jennifer's body yet because it comes out in 2009 very excited for her anyway and then I just started thinking about that interesting all right so um we touched on the general inspiration for like zombie and stephen king and it and all that for you know obviously for zombie but i'm wondering what your main inspiration for the these novellas is we will get a bit more into um like the creation stuff later but just general inspiration um how it kind of stemmed off from the main series kind of quote unquote but yeah so I, the the first like original like concept of why I wanted to write um, the Baby Love series, it wasn't even going to be a series. It would just be like a one-off, really short prequel with like some mm -hmm. spin-off characters that aren't in Zombabe. Mostly, we have like a few side characters who appear in both series, but mostly, you know, the main characters of Baby Love aren't in the Zombabe series. Um, so I was originally just going to do that, and then it, I finished the book, and I was like oh, I'm nowhere near done with these. <laughs> um, and also I just wanted to write and publish like a lesbian book because I had done, you know, MM stuff and now I wanted to do WLW. It feels weird saying WLW like out I know, loud. I know. Like, like there's no way of saying it that like makes it sound normal no. to the way of like when you're reading it. No. And it's just, I don't know. <laughs> I anyway, I understand what you're saying, and that's. I wanted I to write a, a, a sapphic book. Yeah, yeah, and we have, and we have another question that'll be a bit more diving mm -hmm. into that later on. Um, 
So our next question is about um, writing process. I'm wondering if you have a favorite or least favorite part and how how is the process kind of different from writing the novellas from writing Zombabe, which is like, you know, kind of a normal, like full length book versus uh, the shorter novellas? So um, my least favorite part is when you've done like a bunch of drafts of one project and you don't know what else to change, but you know something is wrong, you know, like there's no way that you, you know, just look at something yourself and you just write it yourself. You don't get anyone to look at it and it's perfect. That never happens. Um, Like if you know what to change, that's great. You just, then you just change it. But like Mm -hmm. when you just, you've been staring at it for so long, you've rewrote it so many times and you just don't know what to do next. That's when you give it to people. But then, but that's just like the worst bit of like, oh, something's wrong and I don't know what it is. I don't know how to Mm -hmm. fix it. Um, What's my favorite part? Um, Probably the second draft. When you, I love whenever you have a really clear vision of what you need to do next. There's nothing mm-hmm. that I hate more than knowing that something is wrong and not knowing what it is or how to fix it. I currently yeah. went through something like that with the Zombabe sequel, which I'm mm-hmm. writing at the moment. Um, and I'm currently struggling with some plot points. <laughs> um, so I had I have some really great beta readers who have been really helpful in terms of helping me figure out what the what the ailment is and how to fix it. So that's been great. Um Right, really the process being different to writing novellas rather than a full-length book because Zombabe is like, I think, 86,000 words and Baby Love, the first book, is 20,000 words. So that's a big difference. Mm, Yeah. Less than a quarter of the length of Zombabe, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So with Baby Love, there's only one point of view and it's a quarter of the length. So much easier to write. (laughs) I think in the future I'm going to stick, I'm going to do like only one or two point of views after I finish all the series that I'm currently working on at the moment, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna probably stop writing, you know, big sprawling. There's six point of views, and just gonna stick to one or two. So much easier. And in short books, or at least in this short book, there's a lot less plot to worry about. Mm-hmm. So obviously, that's a lot easier for me. And when it, also when it comes to romance, because the the novella series is a romance series, mm-hmm. they the romance, but it's a subplot. It's way more focused on the found family and the horror aspects. Anyway. When, you fo- when you're writing a romance, I think it's just easier for me to write because you're mm-hmm. a lot more focused on, like, the characters and the emotions, and that's, like, the biggest conflict. Whereas in Zombie, there's more of, it's more plotty. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to write way less point of views in my upcoming books. Like, my upcoming Sapphic Fight Club book, Girls' Night, is it has four point of views, because I hadn't decided that yet, you know, that I was going to do these point of views when I agreed to rewrite it for a publisher. And it's just so hard. It's just so, it's just so hard. Um, so yeah, that is my answer to the question. Yeah. And I also feel like kind of with romance from what I kind of know of the genre, you kind of have a the plot more or less laid out like you know at the end it's all going to have to resolve because there's kind of the normal beats romances hit so I feel like I I could understand how that would just be easier from uh like a storytelling point anyway um so much yeah. easier and also like I've just been coming up with all these great ideas for romances all these like oh I'm so I have these like two like gay kind of monstery romances planned out I'm so I, I won't get to actually work on them for a bit but I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited to start working on those when when I can start working on those. 
Well, that's amazing. Um, so our next question is kind of along similar lines that we've been talking about. I'm wondering how you kind of chose horror more or less as your main genre. Did you ever think like this would be what you're mainly working on? I mean, obviously you have the romance books, but even then there's resurrections and the supernatural all over the place. So did you like, have you always just known that this is your bread and butter? Or has it just kind of happened? I Zombie was actually the very first like horror, like capital H horror book that I wrote. I had like dabbled with like having books with like horrific elements, but Zombie was mm -hmm. the first capital H like horror. Um, Cause I didn't really get into horror until like, you know, until I was like 20. Like, yeah. um, but now I just, I really love what it can do. I love like the, the weird, like gaping places that, that you get to like move around in with horror. I love what horror exposes. And I, one thing I've really grown to love is I love it when characters do like awful, bloody, like messed up stuff for the people they love. And I think mm -hmm. horror is one of the best genres to explore that. <laughs> interesting I don't know I think you're definitely well I'm not gonna say definitely because I'm sure I'm going to be incorrect but I'm pretty sure you're the first like full-on kind of horror author because we've definitely dabbled in like the supernatural and the spooky but I don't know like it's definitely it's I don't know it's just interesting I'm very new to it um because I am <laughs> like not super good uh with the like the high level kind of scary stuff but it is I don't know it's really interesting from like an investigative kind of point of view it's just really interesting just the general kind of history and just what goes into making it succeed if that makes sense like crafting a story and having all of those elements really pay off um but yeah I don't know it's just interesting so um our next question I asked you last time but again we're dealing with a different set of characters so I'm wondering who's your favorite character out of the extended cast so I'd have to say um KJ he's actually he's in Zombabe a little bit he's like he's the guy that like um dude which is the love interest um has like a thing on the side with they're not they're not mm -hmm. dating but they're messing around a bit and obviously so babe hates him because he's like <laughs> mm -hmm. my love interest how do you um even though kj you know there's nothing bad kj is a perfectly nice dude <laughs> anyway um yeah i love him and i'm really glad that i got to write more about him in the baby love series he had a really rough time of it in zombie <laughs> so like i'm glad that he got some nice lesbian friends who he can kind of be himself around awesome all right, so our next question is, uh, this is the one I was hinting at multiple times before. I'm wondering, like, what made you want to write this companion series for Zombabe? Did you set out knowing you wanted them to be connected or did you just have these two separate ideas and just kind of joined them together? Or just, like, what was the process of kind of making this expanded universe? Um, thank you for asking. I'm going to really briefly touch on the previous question because I just realized okay. KJ is not in the first baby love book. I've just been so entranced. Like, no, that's fine. And, like, this is about both and, novellas, yeah. uh, more or and, less. So that that's fine. Yeah, and I've I've been also working on like baby um, baby love three, which comes out yeah. in January, and he's he's in that one as well. So I, I just fully blanked on that. Like, he's not in the first baby love book. Anyway, spoilers. He becomes friends with the girls in the second book. Um, Anyway, um, companion series. Did I see it? We wanted to make them connected. Um, 
Yeah, I wanted, so I set out to write Baby Love with the idea of like, it's going to be a standalone. Obviously, it didn't turn out to be a standalone. It's going to be a standalone prequel to Zombabe with some side mm-hmm. characters. And it's going to be short and it's going to be cheap. And I can like, I can give it away for free when people sign up to my newsletter, which you can still mm-hmm. do. It's still free if you sign up to my newsletter. Otherwise, it's like 99 cents on Amazon. It's like dirt cheap. I earn like no money from it. You know, it's just a, mm-hmm. it is a reader incentive to get people enticed in like zombie world yeah. and like in my writing and stuff. Um, yeah. So I always knew I wanted it to be linked because I wanted to like tease the the whole thing of like what's happening in the background to those characters over there. That's weird. And yeah, like throughout the, throughout the other baby love books, we always get glimpses of like, like in the second book, it's set after Zombabe. It's set like mm. I think just before Zombabe 2, which hasn't come out yet. Um, and they talk about like some stuff is happening like over in <laughs> like that place that those those people moved to. And the main mm-hmm. character is like, shut up, we don't want to hear about it. <laughs> which is like one, I think, in character, because they don't they don't want to know. And two, I don't want to spoil the book. Yeah. Um yeah, the book's not out yet, can't spoil it. Um yeah no but I I don't know I genuinely kind of love when authors do that when they have multiple series that are intertwining and it's like they're referencing each other but at the same time the characters like we don't care we do not want to cross over like (laughs) we're not like we're not we're not talking about it we're like like the um like the main crossover between the two books is like from the character Kate who's one of Mm -hmm. the point of view characters in Zombabe she's a cop she's like the only like adult character that we get a point of view from um and she helps out the gang and zombie and she also helps out the girls a little bit in baby love and the second book and the not the third book and just the second book and she briefly makes an appearance in baby love one to be absolutely useless which you know is honestly most of what she does in her job as a cop um yeah yeah, yeah. okay so i have an off script question that's just kind of going along with the theme we've been talking about. Um, do you think you would ever write another series, another novella, another anything set in this world, or you're just gonna have Zombabe and Baby Love and leave it at that? I mean, man, never say never. Like there's some stuff that um um so the way that I leave the series is like both series is like I haven't written Zombabe Tree, but I know how it's gonna end. Yeah. Um and the way that I leave, I have written Baby Love three and I know how that's gonna end um I could potentially go into them again I don't think I will but obviously never mm-hmm. said never I thought baby love would be a standalone yeah never, never touched again um but even in terms of like you know going into maybe taking like one of the one of the side characters and giving them a book or something I do love Millie and she is gonna have some weird shit happen to her um in the following books like you know, there are some some characters who I did go like, hmm, hmm. But um, I have no plans at the moment. I'm, I I want to write more gay monstery romance books. And none of those are set in the zombie universe um, that I know of. I have a, I'm, I'm so excited. I can't, there's going to be a gay merman one where it's like a merman and like a human hunter who like enemies to lovers. And there's Exciting. Thank you. And there's also going to be like a vampire one where like it's like a jock and a goth and like the jock is the vampire and it's another enemies to lovers, which I'm very, very excited about. Um, and I'm just, I'm so hyped to work on those, but 
is I need to finish my other stuff first. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's completely fair, and I understand like all the different perspectives of that question. I know that's very much a like, what are you doing with this? Yeah. Um. But still, I think that's really interesting. Um. So I'm gonna slightly switch the order of things just because I really want to ask this question next. Um, you have some exciting upcoming projects, including one from show favorite publisher, Tiny Ghost Press. Um, if you don't mind, I'm wondering if you could give any details about just like the various things that are coming up next for you. Okay, so timeline-wise, two things are locked in absolutely going to happen, and I know when they're gonna happen. Those two things are. Baby Love 3, which is called Sweethearts, comes out January 2024. Then in April 2024, I have my first traditionally published book with Tiny Ghost Press. It's uh, the Sapphic Young Adult um, Fight Club book, um, Girls' Night, that I talked about. Um, comes out in April 2024. And the cover reveal is going to happen in like two weeks. I'm very excited. Oh, wow. Um, and also, yeah, and when, when the cover reveal drops, you can also um, pre-order it. So that mm-hmm. they're dropping at the same time. Very hyped. The cover, the cover's great. I'm very excited. Anyway, so those are the two things that I absolutely know for sure, and I know when they're going to happen. In terms of everything else that's going to happen, Zombie 2 is going to come out early next year, question mark. <laughs> There's not a set date. I really want to, like, write this series and just have it be finished because um, I feel bad making people wait this long. Um, and also just a good idea in terms of, like, general authorness. Yeah. Like, get a series done otherwise people forget that it exists anyway hopefully i'll get zombie 3 out next year but honestly who knows who knows yeah um also i'm kind of vaguely no promises hoping that i'll get at least one of my because the the romance merman Mm -hmm. books is going to be a duology and i'm hoping to get one of them out next year we shall see lots of good gay stuff happening for me next year and then God willing, 2025, gay vampires. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) And by the time uh, this episode is live, the cover reveal should be out in the world. Oh my God, yes. The pre order should be too. Everyone everyone go pre order my Sapphic um, Fight Club Christmas book. I will. All the the girls on the cover get to kiss a girl at least once, except for one. One of those girls doesn't get to kiss a girl. I won't tell you who. Um, I'm very excited. Interesting. But yeah, and I will make sure. obviously of time of recording it's not available for pre-order yet but i'll make sure i go back in and include some pre-order links for the upcoming book because i will always support tiny ghost press i mean especially indie authors but i will always support tiny ghost press um and who knows maybe i'll email the pr person and be like you should let me interview is bill i interviewed her already like i'm ahead of the game um but i would fully you are ahead of the game and i would fully love that um, when I say two weeks, it's getting released on the week of like the eleventh, so that's maybe oh. close to three weeks. Is that does the timeline still. still match up? Yeah, the timeline still works. Easy, cool. Let's do that. Oh yeah. Yay. So I will. All the things are happening. So we All have just um, you know, just. I don't know. You have a very exciting year, two years, all like very exciting year coming up. I'm only going into my bookstore two days a week. Everything else I'm just writing all the time. Yeah. Well, still very exciting. Um, Best of luck with all of all the things, honestly, because it's just, I don't know. It's very exciting to just watch authors sometimes just watch their careers unfold. Um, 
But yeah, so we have just a few questions left. Um, this one is, I asked you this last time, but do you think if you met your protagonist, you would get along? You kind of touched on this earlier with the meal question, um, but I will ask it again because I can. <laughs> I Here's the thing, and I, I forgot about this aspect in um, the babe, in answering the previous one about zombie. Yeah. Um, so like, all these teenagers are living in rural Maine in 2003 or whatever, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. They they haven't really met gay people, like grown-up adult gay people who are yeah. out. Um, mm-hmm. I think just f- from that aspect, they would be a little like, oh, yay, ah, oh, this, yeah. this is nice, you know? <laughs> um, I, like, just based on that, I think I would find Frankie and Ivy very endearing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we would, like, chat very much um because you know we're very different people but um I think yeah. I, would, I would I would like love to watch them from a distance like oh look at those look at those girls go oh mm-hmm. they're doing so good yeah yeah well I mean I think I also think that's completely fair um and thank you again for answering my question uh nice. so just like last time these last two questions are exactly the same but Again, because I can do what I want and I run the show, I'm going to ask them again to you anyway. You do what you want. The first is, what's on your shelf? So I'm going to use this time to talk about In the Ring, which maybe I should talk about if we do an upcoming episode about my Fight Club book, Girls' Night. But so when I was, um, I don't know how I found, I don't know. I found out about it because I'm on TikTok and I'm mm-hmm. on BookTok and I look I look for gay books and I found yeah. out just like a month after I signed the publishing deal for girls night and I was like man what a niche like a gay type <laughs> of young adult book no one's done that before and then I found out about in the ring by Sierra Isley which comes out in September which is a LGBT young adult fight club book it's um it's about a bisexual girl called Rose who um has anxiety and she starts boxing to cope and then she mm-hmm. falls for um bad boy Elliot King who is the um ringleader for a secret underground fight club that is at the boxing place that she trains um and the romance is so sweet and it, I I went in thinking it was going to be about a um, um like the blurb makes it sound like it's going to be quite a like dark book about like spiraling mm-hmm. mental health and it's going to be like a bit of a tragedy it wasn't it was a really uplifting book about like finding your strength and like finding your people and like trusting each other and it was just so sweet and like yeah it was just really amazing and I, I got an advanced review copy which is obviously why I can I've read it and I can talk yeah about it. and I can't wait to I'm, I'm ordering it into my bookshop so then I can buy it with my staff discount um I'm really excited for it to come out and yeah actually it was I read that book and I got inspired to start um boxing so I I, oh, box wow. on, I box on Mondays now and I kickbox on Thursdays, which is today. So well, today for me, and uh, I got just this week. You can't, oh, that's backwards. You can't see because you guys, I'm holding up something. Everyone who's <laughs> um, I got a uh, I got the first belt in kickboxing. I got a yellow belt, which is the first belt up from beginner. But it's, oh wow, I'm feeling good about it. And yeah, so uh, I would not have got that if I hadn't read In the Ring by Sarah Isley, which is a lovely lovely little little fight club romance yeah no, that's romance. so exciting no that's awesome um and i feel like i 
um i saw that on your instagram or something i believe the I've photo because i'm yeah i i really love the book and i'm gonna post about it all the time i did a tiktok yeah. live i did my very first tiktok tiktok live with sierra isley we just talked about our, our lgbt fight club books and it was great oh that's yeah. really sweet honestly that just makes me more excited for both of them because one of the things that happens to me quite a lot is when you read like a really really good book and you're like I want to read more books like this I want to read more books like this right now and it's like a niche and there aren't any so that's just I don't know that just makes me more excited that there's at least two out in the world um that are coming out and just waiting to be enjoyed so I'm I don't know I'm just excited for all the things um so our last question like last time is our shop small corner so where people can find you support you and most importantly, you know, purchase your books and support a independent bookstore at the same time. Yes. So um, I'm going to read the bookstore that I used to work at before my current bookstore, which is Unity Books Wellington, not to be confused with Unity Books Auckland um, in New Zealand. They do ship internationally. Um, so if you want, you can get... I assume no one is from New Zealand that's listening. Anyway, Um yeah, they're great. They're also one of the biggest independent bookshops in New Zealand. Um, they've also been running, just like my bookshop, they've been running for a very long time. They're a local institution. They're a community hub. And yeah. And also maybe, no, I won't say that yet. We, nothing to confirm. We don't know. Yeah. Go, go, go Unity. Yeah. And as with some, babe, there's going to be a number of links in the show notes below for different places where you can purchase the baby love novellas if not pre-order the new one is the new one available for pre-order yes it is the, the one cover in january is not, the cover is not clinically out yet although it will be soon um i just have a thing of like cover coming soon and the pre-order yeah awesome yeah. so all the things will be available to purchase or pre-order down below i highly Except recommend for... it oh no wait Except Zombie for that. Two except for zombie two and three which you know all the things i can find that are available to pre-order exactly. will be down below <laughs> um thank you so much um for spending at this point like i mean over an hour close to an hour and a half of recording these two interviews with me um i've just i don't know just seeing uh your well i don't have tiktok so they were on reels um uh, but regardless yeah. Um, just seeing your stories and just, I don't know, just learning about your stories was just so exciting to me and I've loved being able to experience them. And I'm just so excited for all the stuff you have coming up. I wish you the absolute best of luck. Um, and who knows, maybe in a few months you'll be making another appearance on, on the shelf. Um, I would love that. Um, but yeah, anyway, just. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I really appreciate you spending some time here with me. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been awesome. I I, I will talk about my books for hours and hours more if, if, if you wish. Love to do it. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I really hope you enjoyed. If you did, I hope you take a moment of your time to rate us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on so even more people can discover and hopefully enjoy on the shelf. Links to both of the Baby Love novellas will be down in the show notes below, connected to a variety of bookstores, as well as links for my, uh, the On the Shelf Instagram and ISBelled Instagram so you can stay up to date with everything.
Thank you so much for listening. This was a very special treat for me to get to talk to Isabel not once, but twice, and I hope it was just as much of a treat for you. Until next time, I'm Honora Quinn, and this is On the Shelf. Thank you.